Whatever. Time. Whatever, that's dude. Time. That's that's good enough. <laughs> so that's about that's as good right. as we're gonna get. Welcome, here. welcome everyone to the second episode of the Coleslaw Podcast. I am joined by uh, Matt. Hey, how's it going? Uh, Evan and Yo. Jordan. Yo. And I'm your. This is I'm I'm Pierce. He's Pierce. And, uh, He's a little awkward today. What a what a freaking end. <laughs> Did you just call him an end? Last week it was only me and Matt. But yeah. This week we have a, now we have a now we have roster. yeah we have our two other co-hosts, gay and gay. Co- <laughs> um, gay guess one which gay one two. I am. Uh, First gay. gay. Oh. Yeah, oh, and, and the main two hosts, rude and ruder. <laughs> hey. <laughs> My name's Square Ruler. All right, Pierce, would you like to start us off with our po- with our topics? Yeah. Uh, first thing's gonna be a story. Uh, me and Matt broke a kid's foot this week. Hey, we're not nice. liable to say that actually. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna There's get no him lawsuit. sued, dude. There's no lawsuit, so we can talk about it. <laughs> what if, What if I don't want to talk about it? Okay. Then I'm gonna talk about it. Okay. Well. Go ahead, talk about it. Let's let's hear. Let's Matt, hear making your yourself uncomfortable story. is what's gonna make this podcast enjoyable. <laughs> this is uncomfortable, dude. Are you kidding? Me? Yeah, good. It should be. Like I don't, I don't know. It, for me, I felt like really bad. Considering all, all right. things, because because it was a complete and total accident. Uh, and in my eyes. It's both mine and Pierce's fault, but most mostly Pierce's fault. Okay, I'd actually like to hear. I'd like to hear both of yeah. you guys give give your interpretation of what happened. I All think right, our so, interpretations are actually very kay. close to each other. So me and Matt, we both have wood shop together, and this man, this guy, he'll stay unnamed. We'll call him Bob. Bob, we we're messing around. He was grabbing a long piece of plywood and acting like it was his penis. And he was slapping us around with it. And it was a good, like, eight feet long. And it's like, it was like quarter inch, so it's like snappable if you, like, st- step on it. And while waving it, I was like, hey, you, stop that. Or it was like a joking way. And I went up and I'm like, this, I'm the police. And Matt grabbed a hammer also at the same time to try breaking the piece of wood. Ooh. And this hammer's a dead blow hammer, so it uses inertia with, like, filled with sand. Like hit, so it only it's only like twenty pounds, but it hits for like 40, 60 pounds. And uh, so I stepped on the piece of wood, breaking it, and that moved it. So Matt Matt was mid swing, and Matt couldn't stop him in time, so it barely tapped his foot, but it gave enough time for all the inertia to be transferred into the Bob's foot, oh. uh, fracturing it in four places. Oh. And but me and Matt thought it was just a big hit because we uh we thought it was like stubbed your toe like times forty and we told him he's like are you guys good to go or like oh can me and Matt go we it's end of school and stuff and he said yeah I'm fine I'm fine he wasn't moving he went and sat down and just sit sit there and uh, we should have told Mister O but we wanted to go home so we left oh my god so <laughs> wait so you broke a kid's foot and then instead of telling anybody you were like eh you'll be fine and then you just left i mean yeah. from the sound from the sound of it it sounds like he had it coming yeah we're all rough no, we were all roughhousing yes but um 
I feel like it's very much mine and Pierce's fault for. Oh, I'm just being. I'm just taking being take taking initiative into like. Uh, mostly my fault if I'm being honest I mean, here. I mean, because I, I should have grabbed the hammer. No, no. Okay, so my side of the story it's all different than Pierce's, right? But I mean, it's understandable because because we're uh, stories change among people, right? So basically, I I was saying I was saying, hey, I'm gonna break this piece of wood. I don't think anyone heard me. Um, but I went over to do it, right? And right as he, uh, right as I was doing it, Pierce stepped on the wood, moving the piece of wood out of the way, and then I I kind of just didn't notice, and I just kind of lightly tapped the kid on the foot. And and I say lightly tap, because that's how it felt for me. But I'm sure it was uh even worse for the kid because mm -hmm. uh ob obviously it's even worse for the kid because he broke his foot <laughs> but uh i i don't know i felt like really bad the next day i was like i i felt bad for leaving him there was was mostly what i felt bad for like i and uh what's it called i was i was like really hoping that i didn't just straight up break this kid's <laughs> foot because because <laughs> I I know that if that happened to me, I'd be I'd be ticked off. Okay. And uh, deep down, I knew he broke his foot. I wanted to go. No, deep down, <laughs> I knew. Deep down, <laughs> deep down, I totally knew his foot was broken, right? But I was like, all right, let's just tell myself that his foot's not broken, so I don't have to like deal with the guilt while I go home. But I was so guilty. I, ah, I, I the, felt so guilty. Oh, man. You got the and then Matt got zero participation on his project. Probably because of that reason. But Mr. O just said, I helped. So. I don't know. I feel like you got zero on participation because you broke a kid's foot. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And that's, just a, and that's just a given. Bro, you're going to get your ass beat but, when he heals his foot. He's going to get his gang and he's going to come no, after you. No, he, he probably understands. I was like a freak accident but at least we didn't like cut someone's finger off you're really I mean, you're really overestimating the uh compassion of others like yeah you fractured my foot in four places no live and I, let I'm live sure man I'm, I'm sure i'm sure he's gonna like uh come at me someday and just fucking send a hitman after me but like yeah for now for now i i really i really hope that he understands it was a complete accident and dude you don't know how many times I said I, I said I was sorry. It, it sounded like I was Canadian, like I I for sure <laughs> said sorry like a fat few times. Oh sorry, eh? Hey sorry. We didn't mean to do that, eh? Sorry. Oh, it's freaking cold up here, eh? <laughs> eh? Sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, I felt like I felt super bad. Fuck. But I mean, it happens. Yeah, sometimes you just you just you know hit someone in the foot and break their foot. I think the mm -hmm. closest thing that happened to me that would be like that was there's a kid who kept smacking me with a spatula <laughs> in foods class, and I was like, I'm just I'm just guys, I'm just trying to make a fat grilled cheese sandwich right now. So I had taken the spatula off of just cooking the grilled cheese sandwich, and you know there's butter in the pan. And he smacks oh. me again with the spatula. And I turn around and just whacked him right in the face with the spatula. <laughs> um, turns out the hot butter transferred onto his face and he 
it hurt him a little bit. Um, <laughs> my teacher, my teacher was like, "Yeah, we're not too pleased with you for that one. Uh, you can you just not show up for for a day or something like that?" Sure, there. I I I had to write an essay actually. Well, not an essay. Was, I had to write a short a, a short paragraph. paragraph. <laughs> Mine was not one paragraph. Mine was like a page long. Oh no! Oh, I have a lot of experience with writing papers. <laughs> Wait, Jordan made one of our teachers cry in Canada. <laughs> yeah, it was because of a paper I wrote too. Okay, oh, so um, you have to now explain why. Man, I'm really fond of this cry. story. Um, okay. I am. This is a. It's a very long story. Don't use names. Don't I won't use, use that names. Name it. Um, so we're gonna. So I'm in. Uh, what was it? English class. English class. Eleventh grade. English class. So, two, so what? A year ago. Year and a half ago. Something like that. Two and years. two years ago. Whatever. Uh, I'm in eleventh grade English class sitting down and we get this assignment where the assignment is uh you're given a list of characters on a sheet of paper and they all have different traits associated with them and you can only take a certain amount of them in this boat with you and you have to leave the rest of them behind like on the titanic or whatever so so the other characters are going to die but you can bring a certain amount of them with you so we all got put into groups and we had to decide which characters we were going to bring and which characters we were going to leave behind so naturally uh, my group goes up to present our our uh, our plan for who we're gonna take, and one of our group members decides to say, "Yeah, well, we're not gonna take the retarded kid." <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my so you know, one thing led to another. Jokes were made at people's expense, and before you know it, uh, I'm outside of the classroom with my comrade, and the teacher's telling him, "All right." I want you to write me a paper on why you on why uh, on why there's a stigma that exists around mentally ill people. And you, Jordan, I want you to write me a paper on why, as you said, First Nations people get stuff for free sometimes. <laughs> and so uh, that's exactly what I did. Uh, I went home. I did some research on the bus at home, and I wrote an 11-page essay on why currently in Canada, sometimes First Nations people get stuff for free. Uh, came back the next day. Uh, teacher Aww. was extremely happy. She was like, I'm really glad that you did it. You know, um, see now what she didn't tell me is that I was going to be reading this paper in front of the class. <laughs> so I had no idea that I was going to be presenting this to uh, the class because if I knew that, then I wouldn't have roasted the teacher in the paper. Uh, I thought this was just a paper to be shared between me and the teacher. So I go up and I start reading, and about a paragraph in, the teacher pauses me and goes, Jordan, this paper doesn't really sound like an apology. <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, you didn't ask for one. <laughs> oh uh, my gosh. Dude. One thing led oh, to another. Uh, the teacher's because... crying breaking down on the spot claiming that she can't control her class that the constable's gonna have to get involved it was a mess uh, and then you walked mess. up and you said so this is why i left the retarded kid yeah <laughs> this is why i left the retarded kid um so i have i have ex i have much experience as pierce knows i have much experience with writing papers ridiculous papers <laughs> Dude, I got a hundred percent. Yeah, I got Pierce a hundred for writing a, a fucking paper about trebuchets. <laughs> oh 
Oh, man. Dude, right. do you know how much I wish you I could know, write a paper speaking, about trebuchets and get a hundred? about that, you know... Jeez. Mine was, uh, mine was pretty solid. What, your paper? I almost made... I, yeah, I almost made a girl cry in my class. Yeah, you said that you wrote about your dead mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but... I don't know, dude. It, it was, uh... It was uh, quite the quite the paper, if I'm being honest. I've I'm sure it was really actually, good. I've never actually like just laid that down on so many people. Nice. Without having any comedic relief along. With wow! Them. So it was just a big like yeah. factual depression session. Yeah, you pretty much. Him. And nice. like, and this girl was like, um, this girl was like, "Oh, you'll do fine." And then she asked me, "What what's your topic about?" And I was like, my dead mother. She kind of looked at me like, are you, are you serious? And, and I and I was I like I I knew she was like, are you serious? So I said, I was all like, but it's been like two years, so it, it's like okay, oh, right? Oh man! And, 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 and you're like, you're like, yeah, let me call her real quick. <laughs> no, that's and, a fresh ass wound, dude. And, and like this girl, just kind of looks at me with like the eyes of pity you know that everyone everyone gets when like some someone passes away for you or or Aww. like uh what's it called or like or maybe your dog died right and you tell someone they, they just like look at you with with a different look and i was i was like this right here is the reason why i absolutely hate telling anyone yeah that my bet. mom's dead without having like comedic relief yeah and, and I, I tried having comedic relief, but the person that I the only person that was gonna laugh the about only person was not there. It was Pierce? Uh, no, no, it was oh. my. Uh, I would have laughed, but uh, then he would have felt really bad laughing at it, and everyone's freaking super sincere, and he's laughing at your mo mother being dead. Okay, <laughs> can I just say like, though? I feel you're, like, you're like I feel like it probably kills it a little bit when it's like next up Pierce with his article about trebuchets, and after that, that Matt oh, with his essay tell about you? his mom. Did I not tell you the girl that went before me was talking about her mom and her mom's fight through uh, lung cancer for the last two years? Then and it then was Pierce me. comes up with trebuchets. <laughs> And then the next one is about how her uncles and aunts have died in unexpected ways, super young, car crashes. And Fortnite dances. Oh, super close of all of them. And I was in between that. Oh, God. That's oh, priceless. Man. All right, Matt. <laughs> Matt, I want to know, know what the substance of your essay was. Wait, wait, wait. The substance? Wait, wait. Yeah. What do you mean? I want you to Pierce move me emotionally right now. Wait, wait, wait. My essay? Here, let me, let me oh. read my essay. I have it right here. I want you to read the essay. All right. I don't... Listen, episode All right. two, we're already getting real. Alright, so it starts like this. When I was younger, my mom used to show me how to work her film camera. She used to let me mess with the camera and let me take pictures to the later develop. As I grew older, I became interested in how the camera would work and I would take my mom's old camera apart just to put it back together. I really enjoyed taking pictures and I would go out and take pictures with my mom whenever I had the chance. My mom would take pictures of anything, telling me that every moment tells a story. I believe that no matter how small, every moment is valuable. My mom taught me how to value every moment, no matter how happy or sad it is. This helped me deal with issues that would later show up in my life. As I entered my middle school years, I felt shy at first, but I made some great friends. This is when I finally started realizing... Realize... Wait. This is when I finally started seeing what my mom meant. 
I, I enjoyed my time with my new friends. They became family to me. These friendships have lasted me for most of my school year and they continue to give me moments to remember and give me things to laugh about when times get rough. When I was 15, my mom passed away. I felt lost and without a guide in life. It wasn't well, something easy to... <laughs> <laughs> Pierce is like, Pierce is like, ugh, this There's bitch. There's a laugh. God. See, that's, that's what I tried doing. Okay, so so in my slide, there's a Samsung crying emoji. You, you know what I'm talking you're, about, right? You're serious. Yeah, there's just a Samsung oh. crying emoji and a depressed guy right next to it. You know my, you know my Twitch profile icon? Yeah, yeah. You're it's that. That's what it was. Oh, man. Okay. Continuing, uh, it wasn't something easy to adjust to, and not having someone to talk about your day or when or how well you did in school uh, was hard. I felt lonely. I didn't know who to talk to or who to share my feelings. I stopped hanging out with my friends and distanced myself from people that loved me. I would look for things that reminded me of my mom. As I looked through my mom's old stuff, I found her first film camera. It reminded me of all the great times I had when I took pictures of my mom. As I grew up, I began taking more and more pictures. I would improve myself. I would try to improve myself. Um, I began to hang out with my friends more, and I enjoyed my time back with them. I cherished the moments I had with my mom, and I believe that she gave me valuable skills. I believe that every moment is valuable, no matter how small. And that's the essence. So, that's pretty sad. Wow. So, like, this girl was on, like, the literal verge of just breaking down and crying and, and every time she looked at me she just she, her eyes would water up did, wait, 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 did she would, give you that thing where where she like gives you the uh i wish i could demonstrate it right now but when they like in the movies when when there's two lovers and the guy is like you must come with me and she's like no i cannot and she like <laughs> looks down to the side and closes her eyes and a no, single tear oh, escapes no, no. She, she didn't she didn't do that she she was like not trying to hide it at all wow because Matt, like, Matt's here try Matt's here like how could you feel compassion for me frig off <laughs> frig off no cause cause I don't I don't know I, I think it's personally my, actually no it's not myself cause uh there's this other girl that feels the same way but I I hate getting pity like uh I think pity is one of those things where it's all like yeah I understand um something bad happened to me right but there's no need to treat me differently than you should or, or differently than what you normally treat me as, you know? Mm. And, and, like, it, it's just that, that kind of, like, thing that I don't, I don't like. Like, even, uh... Well, I mean, I, honestly, like, like a, to, to think about how, how relatively recent this tragedy occurred and how normal you still are speaks volumes <sighs> to your, like, character, I think. And... And, like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have, especially my mom. My mom taught me that, like, it's it's okay to, like, have feelings. Because when I was younger, I didn't really like having feelings. It was, like, something that, that like, I thought made me seem weak. Because um, feelings cause are I, gay, dude. No, no, I, I didn't feel like I, was, I wasn't the strongest kid. I wasn't a freaking Chad in, in freaking elementary <laughs> school, okay? And, and like I, I remember I used to get like bullied a lot during elementary school and stuff. I and bullied you. <laughs> th this was in North Carolina, dude. Yeah. Oof. Like I remember I was 
this was this was like my most vivid memory of getting bullied. I was uh, climbing up uh, the stairs because it was a three-layered school. So up top was high school, um, in the middle was middle school, and at the bottom was elementary school. Yeah, I remember it fondly. So um, I was climbing up to the middle school area because that's where the lunchroom was, um, and. Um, this kid behind me is like kicking my backpack and, and trying to get my attention and I like turn around and ask him what and then he like calls me I don't remember what he called me but I, I'm sure it was on, along the lines of your beaner or something like that Ooh. but um, like I, I remember that I the, the, the tone that he gave me the, the sentence that he proceeded to tell me which I cannot say in, in this uh, in this recording because it has a word that I'm not allowed to say. Um, was it faggot? No, it it was the it, it, it what, was what? the n word. Okay. <laughs> you can't oh, say the n word. He called, he called but, you the n word. He called you but an n word. Like, I I like turned around and I was like I was like uh, you know I I tried to like uh, defend myself because he was pushing me around at that point, so I like tried kicking him. And, and he proceeded to just, like, just slam his foot into my stomach, right? And, and then he, they just kind of left me there. And I, I managed to get to the lunchroom, and, like, I, I was, I, my mom taught me that, like, it was good to cry, right? But I, I, I hated to, I didn't want to show much emotion when I was at school, because, uh, this one teacher, I went up to, I, I went up to her, and I was like, yeah, I, um, I was, like, crying, you know, like, because I got scraped, and I was like, uh, can I get a Band-Aid? And she's like, you're crying about that? And, Oof. and, Oof. and I was like, I, I like that, at that, at that moment, I realized, I was like, okay, well, you know, it's not, Damn, it's not man. a good thing to show, emo it's like, like, I felt like it wasn't a good thing to show emotion. One thing so, is bullies do, bullies do, though, take, like, like the pleasure out of seeing emotion like yeah and uh, yeah sometimes it's really fun well it's it's uh, it's exhilarating I, to know I, that you have you the guess. power to like mold people and 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 push them in directions that they wouldn't normally go if it weren't for you yeah i wasn't this nice canadian guy for you know? a very long time right and, and i oh and yeah I we this, all know that evan douche. evan as a person who knows evan personally i can tell you evan has never bullied anyone ever he's such <laughs> evan, a kind loving someone? man He's never Peters, bullied I, anyone. Peters, I swear I've never done it. He's never done like it. One. Nope. Evan? Bully? No. Really? I, I find that hard to believe, dude. In high really? school, I, I took people. a total... I, no, in middle school, actually, I took a total, like, 180 turn. Matt, no, no, Matt. Like, I, mean, like, I mean, like, I was the defender of the week. That's yeah, who I was. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Matt, I'm being sarcastic. I was the biggest prick I could. Yeah, be. actually, Evan was like <laughs> no, literally. No, I, I, no, dude, I know this one kid. Evan was the Joseph Stalin he, yeah. of Vimy Ridge. <laughs> no, dude, he actually became my best friend. So Jake, in middle school, I used to be this big douchebag, okay? And there's this one kid, Paul. God, I hated Paul. Fuck. Paul. I hated him so much, dude. <laughs> yeah, when when we were in lunch, he grabbed this expired uh, carton milk, right? went up to Josh and spilt it all over Josh okay Ew. so so this was my way of getting revenge for Josh right he didn't know how to open his locker 
So every time during gym, he'd go over and get Jake to open the locker, right? I'd push Paul out of the way as soon as Jake opened the locker, and I'd just slam the locker again. <laughs> I'd just laugh. I'd laugh in Paul's face and then just push him. And then I'd go, I'd, I'd go back to, to my locker because my locker was like three or four lockers away from, from Paul's, right? And I'd wait till Jake opened it again just to go over <laughs> And just slam it again. And this one time, <laughs> this is, Jake, this is Jake, just Jake got so sick of it, okay, right? That he was just like, all right, whatever, I don't care anymore. So he just left and left Paul to just try to figure it out. <laughs> and, and it was open. And when I saw Jake leave, I, I let him, I let him like do his own thing. And as soon as Paul like went in to grab something, slammed the locker right on his hand. <laughs> oh my god, man. <laughs> and, he, and he looked at me with, like, a face that he was... Because this... We were, like... We were uh, in seventh grade. So, like, we were so pretty young, right? And, and like, crying was uh, a pretty normal thing to do in school, I guess. Uh, but Did he look at you with those about... Puss in Boots eyes? No, he looked it... at me like he was about to just ball his eyes out. And I just laughed. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna. Know, I was gonna I, say I, that. I that wouldn't have helped. I I had like the hardiest laugh of my life. Uh, and, you can. And like he pulled his hand out of the locker, and I just kind of slammed it. And, oh. and then I went over to go change, and he was like trying to figure out how to like open his locker. And when I left, he still hadn't opened his locker, right? And I had fifth period with this kid. Um. I went to fifth period. He still had his gym clothes on because he he had to open his, his locker. So so the the entire day, and this was during the winter too. The entire day he was just in some shorts and, and a white tee. Oh, the I only way you could have made that better is if you if you got you got your friends together and you stole his shirt and you wrote "pussy bitch" on it. <laughs> and gave it back to him, and, and then you gave it back to him, and you're like, "Hey, why don't you go change?" Oh wait, you can't, because you can't pussy open bitch. your locker, you pussy bitch. Uh-huh. And, and the funny part is that eventually he like, he was, okay. he learned how to open his group. locker. No, no, no. He was part of our group because of Jake, but, ah. but I didn't consider him part of the group, right? I I'd still like treat him like a like a little piece of garbage. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I know exactly. What you, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I was. What I, I was. Met. I was like the biggest douche during middle school. Oh, I, I feel wait, like wait. <laughs> Matt. I was so bad that Jordan was when Jordan was in a completely other school. When I came there, people were like. Hey, I heard you really bully kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, I was going epic. to a different school, and I had a reputation already. He had a rep. New school. Dude, middle school, I was just super annoying that if you tried bullying me, I would just accept it and be like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I st- Because people usually, like, bullied kids to, like, stop hanging out with them at my school. It's like, we'll bully you and you won't hang out. But I didn't care. And I would just keep hanging out with them. <laughs> so that was just like, they would try bullying me. And I'll be like, yo, that's cool. What do you want to do? And they're like, I, it took no effect on me. So I'd just get them pissed off and they would stop. Like this one kid, like, I was like skinny. Because I was a soccer player, so I was skinny. All the football, this one football player was a jerk. I bet his parents actually beat him. I'm pretty sure they like, did. That was pretty fucking funny. There's a lot of rage about. in this. And 
What's yeah, a bad moment? Like, built up Wally's. Rage. <laughs> because he's never said it. anything. He's just like, yeah, cool. Deep down, I had, a, like, I had a bowl cut. I had a bowl cut at the time. Oh, that's epic. And I'm a friend with Respect. a lot of football players on the team, though. But this one kid didn't like that I was hanging out with the football players, even though I wasn't in football. And I was talking to all the girls that the football players were getting, but he wasn't. Oof. So oh. he, one time after school, and I was getting changed for soccer in the hallway, and there was like two cheerleaders. It was, I actually know their names, but I can't see them. And my boy Freddie, he'll be on the podcast sometimes. Was another, and this guy just kept pushing me in the trash can. He was like, "Do something, do something." And I was like, "I, I gotta get to, I gotta get to soccer." And he's like, "Well, do something first. And I'm like, "Nah, I'll be late." <laughs> he'll be like, "Do something," and he like p- pushed me all the way down the hallway, and I'll be like. I mean, I could just go this way. And he's like, no, you got to go this way and do something. And all the girls were like, they told us, like, he's not going to do anything. You're just making looking like a fool bullying this little kid. And he's like, shut up. And he keeps doing it. And I just, like, I finally get around him, like, all right, I'm going to soccer. <laughs> After that, the guy um, stopped bullying me at all. And I'm like, that's epic. I never had a vast experience with bullying because, like, I never... Like, I got bullied in elementary school, yeah, and then that all ended when I hit a kid with a fucking crutch. And then, like, <laughs> after that, you, I never you, got no. bullied. Jordan, don't you lie. <laughs> don't you lie. Jordan had a friends list in middle school. Yeah, yeah. And I moved mm-hmm. up and down that friends list. I went from zero to one yep. about five times a day. Yep. Just okay. from what I was Oh, I also, I also, I wait, was wait, 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 wait. I also oh, wore winter so boots. Great. I also wore winter boots all year long, including in the summer, <laughs> because my thought process was, hmm, if I'm going to put these boots on in the winter, <laughs> and they're so better than normal shoes in every way, then why would I ever need to own normal shoes? So I just figured that I should wear winter boots all year long and carry around a list on which I ranked my friends based on how well they treated me. Were you, were you, uh, you a know? winter coat kid? Would you I wear was, winter coat? No, I was not a winter coat kid. It was a hoodie kid. I was gray hoodie kid. I was gray hoodie kid. Dude, I bullied a gray hoodie kid to like, and then he actually got yeah. taken to, then he actually got taken to child protective services and he uh, tried killing himself. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have laughed at that. Grade. Fuck. It's fifth grade. It's pretty funny. His name was Solid. I should have All right. But is, this next, is this next topic, or are we going to no, keep no, talking no. about bullying? Right. I have one last story about middle school. I have one oh, last right. thing I have to ask Matt, too, which is Matt. So okay. we, all know that, we all know that Pierce got 100 on his trebuchet essay. What did you get on yours? He hasn't graded mine yet. Oh. Yeah, he hasn't I graded hope, mine I hope yet, it's a 98. Yeah, but if he gives me a 98, sounds- okay? <laughs> if he gives me a 98, I'm gonna go in there and just cry my eyes out and just be like, why did you do this to me? Why? Oh. But my story, okay. This is about a tape measure I stole Jesus when I was Christ. in eighth grader, okay? <sighs> a tape measure I thought I was you the- stole. No, no, no. no. I thought okay. I was the hardest kid in middle school, okay? Like, I, uh, me and my friends were obsessed with knives for some reason, okay? But we always, we, we carry, we carry knives around in school, okay? <laughs> That's and, hard. And, and, like, I, I, I saw this tape measure, right? Laying on, like, this little window thing by a foyer. It was our, like, movie A theater. foyer, he says. You mean a foyer? 
Oh. No, it's a foyer. You're a foyer. Like the the room before you go into the. the yeah, it's a foyer. That's a foyer. It's a foyer. It's a foyer. It's a foyer. It's a, no, no. Y'all, y'all Canadians are fucking whack. It's whatever. a foyer. No. Foyer. No, foyer. Foyer. Foyer, foyer sounds fucking stupid. You're a foyer. That, that, you sound dude, like a foyer. A foyer, a foyer sounds like something I'd make story, chocolate okay? in. I took this this tape measure, right? And I had it for like a solid month, right? This is teacher, the teacher that has the tape that wanted the tape measure, asked around, and this kid, which I will rena- make him rename un- uh, unnamed, okay? Cause cause I know him, and he was one of my friends, okay? Said that two of my other friends had taken the tape measure, right? So they got in trouble. They got called down to the, the to the office. And we were all in this, okay? And, and no one suspected a thin thing from me, okay? My friends came over and they were all like, Hey, uh, so so I just got called down to the office and, and they, like, asked me if I stole a tape measure. And, and uh, what's it called? And, like, they asked me. They're like, you wouldn't know, you wouldn't know where the tape measure went. Cause, Cause, like the week before, we had been, uh, what's it called? We had been. I opened up a sewer grate, right? <laughs> we'd been, we'd been measuring that hole for like, like an hour or so, and then Are we stole a fire with me? hose. No. This, this, <laughs> oh, this, that this, story. This isn't even a, a, like. I wish this was a joke, but this sounds so retarded. Like I lifted up the sewer grate thing, right? And we were just sitting at the hole, just measuring it. <laughs> and, and, and you sound like reason, you sound like those like Ethiopian kids who get given a soccer ball for the first time, and they're like, "We don't have to play with with tumbleweed anymore," and they're like admiring it, like, "Oh, the majesty of the tape measure." I don't, I do not know why we were so fascinated in just messing things up, because like. Down Future the road, geometrist there's this, right this here. fire hydrant, this fire hydrant, and that there's like a. A fire hose right next to the fire hydrant. We just took it and, and hit it up in a tree. For some for some reason, we hit it up in a tree. We never we like I don't know what our intentions were, but we we sure we sure didn't use it because they found it and then uh, took it back. But um, continuing the tape measure part, we we lost the tape measure. Like I had no idea where it went, but it turns out that the one of the kids had taken it given it to another kid and this other kid had it in his garage okay so i didn't want to get in trouble because because i'd gotten this long without getting in trouble right so we hired this other kid to plant the the tape measure in the lost Jesus and found Christ. Okay? we hired <laughs> this other kid like there's some f- yeah, sort we, of we gave him a dollar, private military okay? corporation <laughs> we it's gave him a proxies. dollar we have a dollar, and he went into the office, right? Left it in there, and that was it. They they found the tape measure, and, and they apologized to my my two wow. other friends, and, and and they never found out it was me. Okay. Wow, you're such a mastermind. And, no, and this kid, the kid that told on us, unfriended us all on Facebook. <gasps> Every Damn. single one of us. <laughs> Damn, that really knocks me on my feet. You know who else knocks you on your feet? The new def- attacker in Seed. <laughs> no man. <laughs> what, what, what an operator. Can I just say that? Pierce, you I, clever I, I motherfucker. Feel... 
Yo, sniper pistol, sniper pistol. Well, can this I transitioned well. Can I just say that I feel like the air jab is gonna be probably one of the most overpowered things this season. Yeah, which is why I'm maining Nomad. Look, mm. well, like here's the thing: I her recoil is off the charts. Where where are these stats? Have, uh, where can I go to look at her stats? Uh, no, like uh. Well, like her one gun does a reasonable amount of damage. Yeah, well, where where are these stats? Reasonable amount of damage, but you're gonna have to just single fire. Guys, they both have where shotgun. where are these stats so no, I can look at them? Neither of them have. Uh, Sorry, look only up, one look has up a shotgun. Nomad stats. You should be able to find them. Oh no, yeah, she only has one two, has a shotgun. She has only two one ARs. Has yeah, she no. Has yeah, yeah, she has a, two assault okay, rifles. Okay, okay, gang. And uh, and a new type, a new type of sight, new type of sights. No. That's just the. If I'm gonna keep it real with you, Chief, that's literally just the reflex sight from Clash's gun. Her SMG. That was just a reskin. No, but, I I feel like that's just the. I feel like they just ripped the asset off of uh, Clash's uh, SMG, just slapped it on the AK. But so is your armor, and speed get it. Uh, does that affect how fast you get up? No. That doesn't make um, a lot of sense. I feel like it should. It's the no. It's the same knockout knockout animation as uh, Chimera's knockout animation. So when you get huh. hit by one of those big chunky dudes, remember, during the zombies mode where they like launched you back, it's that exact yeah. same animation. They just reused it, right? And uh, what's it called? She. I, f I feel like her, like the proximity of the mine needs to be, needs to be reduced. Because well, yeah. from what I saw, it's like a pretty big range of like. Well, uh, she has one really big and he's a, has a very high pick rate counter. And that's, yeah, that's, Jaeger. Yeah, but Jaeger. here's the thing, for roamers, that's, it's going to be really bad. Because, because me, I love like I think roaming is one of my favorite things in this game but when when there's like now we're gonna have to look out for like these things and we don't have anything else to detect it and once it's down it's down and you can't detect it see I'll say that although I'm sure this character I'm sure this character and Cade as well who we will talk about um, are both going to be a little bit up at first um this yeah this attacker like and yeah this attacker is a three speed is she not no she's a two speed no, two, two speed even still um being a two speed attacker and the only attacker who can plant traps um for me this is absolutely a new main if i like her weapons because i'm already a, a an almost pure trap operator on defense except for rook well and uh i think the ability to have such an an obvious anti-roamer attacker is something that the game needs more of because i don't think we have a lot of anti-roam attackers well, at the we, moment yeah we do we no, have, not we have, uh, not with jack not that's like the only one jackal and lion jack well, lion lion, lion is Here, so utilitarian it's not even just for roamers lion has so lion's just broken <laughs> Li no, Lion <laughs> just got banned from Pro League. Yeah, I know. Every it, single game no they banned longer, him. No, no, no. No longer can you pick or ban Lion. Oh, he's out. 
He's out completely. Well, it, then what's the point like, of having him in the game? That has for casual players. Yeah, but uh, wait, is he in rank still though? He's in rank still, but yeah, in in challenge challenger uh challenger league and up, it's gone. Why? What? What you guys are Why? Gonna because with me for. because of the way he impacted the meta so much that th it, no and and like every team bans it right okay so, I'll I'll wait so I'll, I'll at, share my thoughts at this later. point right at this point in time I feel like the people who run the pro league realize that it's absolutely useless to have an operator that gets banned every single yeah. time in attack and it would give it just gave an advantage to the other team because the other team had their two choices for bans but one team always was stumped by having to pick lion to ban that's fair but, but but here's one here's one thing a lot of people are like well actually every person i've talked to or not talked to but listened to uh that's very high level in siege all of them say that Kate is going to be a much bigger difference like yes. game changer than the nomad. I like, I will say that I... much, because it's like bandits old traps. But you where you cancel just... thermites. No, you can't cancel thermites. Yeah, but you can cancel bonus. And yeah, yeah, that's gonna shift. But we've seen a huge push towards Habana for the hard breach meta. No. So they want to push. They want to push. I agree. Back to a I actually agree with Pierce. I don't think if. Almost, almost no, any situation. Have very high pick rates both almost any situation when I could bring a thermite or a hibana, I will pick the hibana because she's just more flexible. That's that's where I would I would dis I actually like thermite on certain, I, like, on, certain maps, thermite, on certain maps thermite is objectively better, but I'm saying that I think on on most maps hibana is the stronger pick usually. Yes, but. Just, I, just I in terms Habana. of the meta. Habana's, Habana's one of my heavy mains. Probably my second top operator, I think, on on stats, stat-wise. But, I will say this much. The only thing I find her extremely useful for doing is either breaking multiple hatches at the same time or making a verticality. Or, or like, a vertical hole. That's that's about it. And, and even that, Maverick has taken... And, and he true. does it better. Yeah, because like, these, I will these agree small with holes, this, like... these small small holes that she makes, right? They they could either make or break the the, the game. Because one, you could have you could put a small hole in an angle where it absolutely screws you, or you can have like uh like Evan when we were playing on bank. The, the bottom floor in tellers and or not tellers vault and uh, and CCTV. If I if we had brought Havana, we would have lost every round they went down. Um, yeah. Down under because his thermite makes this bigger hole where you have a lot more stuff to to be able to to deal with right, like this person can't immediately go off and get in cover because the wall is gone. There, there, there is no wall, and a person wall's can't. Gone. Hashtag wall's can't. gone. Hashtag wall gone. <laughs> like, like a person cannot sit right next to the hole you just made and yeah. and wait for you to to push that hole and just shoot you. Well, they work both ways, which is the best thing would, about would, those yeah. operators is that their gadgets but work would, both I would, ways. I would, I would yeah, say like though, I feel right now, thermite, like 
because of Maverick, and now that you pointed it out like this, I would say that Thermite actually is probably one of the stronger. I, I'd almost give him the edge over Habana, even though stat-wise, people wouldn't agree. Um, like stat-wise, stat Thermite has, has the one of the horrible, horrible gun for for Thermite. Horrible fire horrible his, his damage. I enjoy using his gun quite a lot. His his gun, don't get me wrong, it's an enjoyable gun to use, but stat-wise, it's horrible. Habana, well, like, one one interesting thing is Habana's gun, if you look at Nomad, her... Uh, her what gun, gun does Nomad use? Yeah. Nomad, it's Nomad an has an AK-74M. Okay. And then she has access to another gun. The AK-74M is... And an ARCN by stats, the AK-74 is the worst assault rifle in the game. Why would they do that? Yes. It is the worst assault because rifle in the game. Well, no, no, no. Their, their reasoning, and in, in, well, lore-wise, their reasoning is that it's chambered in a in a in a smaller bullet than than uh, what's it called than the AK-74. Um, and also what? one one big wait, thing. Wait, 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 one wait, big what? Thing. Wait, wait. Just, just wait for a second. Okay. Uh, another big thing about the AK-74 is it's got, actually, believe it or not, DPS. There's there's a good chunk of e Defender SMGs that have a di higher DPS. List some. Than hers. List some. Um. Well, I Myra's A10 Warhog. Yeah. Myra's oh, yeah, has that's a higher one. Um, but also Vigils <laughs> has a higher damage per second. Mm. Like I was watching a a very interesting guy to watch talk about that is Rogue Nine. Her um. Pretty much the clear choice for damage isn't her AK-74. It's her it's other. The, yeah, gun, it's the other assault rifle. Which is basically a knockoff of Habana's huh. Type 89. Um, it has the exact same yeah, clip but size. Type 89 is. I don't know how the recoil is on the other assault rifle for for uh, Nomad, but Habana's recoil is quite the learning curve and. And even clocking in, like, I have, I think, about 13 hours on Habana, which isn't a lot for pro league players, right? But even then, I, I still have difficulty controlling the recoil when... Because the preferred barrel type that you're supposed to be using for Habana is um, muzzle brake. But I cannot keep the vertical recoil at a point where it's manageable. I I have to I have to wonder like, as a fuse main, is there any gun really on the attackers that has a more horrendous recoil than the AK-12? The AK-12 has one of the most manageable. It's manageable, yeah. but it kicks like a bull. No, I, I think well, no. What I'm wondering, Bugs has worse what I'm recoil. wait, what I'm Bugs wondering. And... And, Box recoil uh, is, is problem. What I'm wondering yeah, though, Dokimi's DMR has horrible recoil. What, yeah, but that's a single shot weapon. I'm talking about full auto guns. <laughs> that was sarcastic. Like I mean, I, I would yeah, that was very sarcastic. Um, well, whatever. I would say Buck, Bucks, uh, Bucks recoil, Blackbeard's recoil is less manageable. My point is, I'm wondering, I'm wondering what the justification is for giving the AK-74M, which is apparently, as you said, Nomad's primary. Uh, mm-hmm. She has two primaries. Yeah, maybe I know. It's her, maybe it's her but, ability to fully knock someone down. I mean, they fire the same round. The AK-74 is... No, 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 no. The, their, reasoning, her, their reasoning <laughs> for... Her worst gun. 
a lower damage rate is um it's chambered in smaller caliber but it's not though yeah but they're saying that it's it's been chambered in okay smaller well caliber. then it's not a 74m so they should retitle it I mean, but the, your the coral is with Ubisoft. My coral is with Ubisoft. My coral is with the people who, and I'm upset with this. If you like the boss, my, my wait, 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 wait. I want to ask: how, Does Ubisoft have any plans to, um, to further nerf or rework Lion in the future for Pro League? I think they have to, because have because to since I've seen so many videos from the uh, Ubisoft Montreal devs talking about how. The thing they love about making new operators is that every time they introduce a new operator, it makes and breaks the meta of the whole game all over again. They love that. But so having meta, an operator this... that totally changes the meta in a revolutionary way seems like something that they should they should gravitate to and try to fix and implement it properly. There's there's See, absolutely I... no point in having an operator that is playable in casual and ranked and not in pro league. Because what if somebody uh, what if somebody like casually mains Lion and then someday they decide, hey, I'm gonna go pro. Well, too bad. All your hours playing Lion are now worthless. Here, here's the thing: if you want to go pro, you should have a variety of operators that you're you're able to play. I agree. Like like for for my for my thing, I don't just play one operator. Neither I know how to play I. Capital. I know how to play Twitch. I know how to play Blackbeard. I know how to play Habana. Bloachbeard. And. and and that's the thing. If you, if you're choosing to go pro and you only know how to main lion, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I'm saying that I think it's unfair to people who like lion and might want to play him no, in pro. No, no, yeah, but he, here's my here's the thing. If if you're this good with only lion, there's clearly a problem with the operator. I don't think there's anybody that that's good, that's this good with only lion. Yeah, but here we're talking spect uh, skeptics here. Fair enough. We're not we're not like actually reasoning. Like, I'm just saying I, I think it's like a very lazy approach from, to take. I feel like he got removed from pro league because with what's with a such organized with a well organized team, you could uh, just know where everyone is always. Well, because the thing is, is like right. My my only argument is that. The, the the whole point they raise, which is, well, Lion gets banned all the time. It's like, yeah, well, there's always going to be a lot of operators that get banned a lot. I know that Lion is a special case because he literally gets banned 100% of the time. But, I mean, Mira is a great example of an operator who gets banned most of the time. And yet people still choose to main her, and they haven't removed no, her or reworked her. Or... Most... Because it's a double-edged sword if you ban her. Because she's so useful. That if you ban her, you can't use that utility. Oh yeah, exactly. But I feel the same way about Lion. But Lion is. I think. Up. I think that, that is what a they're doing. They think it's cheese. They think it's a cheese because Lion, Dokabi, and those well organized. <laughs> yeah, players, I know. And Blitz, know but nobody, but people don't ban Blitz that often. I think what they're choosing to do here is band band uh, Lion here to be able to work on him. I hope that's in a, what it is. In a tested environment. I hope that's what it is. anything goes. Anything yes. bu bugs and exploits goes. And, and that's, and that's, that's what they enjoy doing the most in Pro League. Cheesing the enemy team. That's true. Because that's the... Let's be real here. R6 isn't about like pure strategy. No, right? absolutely it's, it's not. It's about cheesing, cheesing the enemy team. 
to a point where it's like they don't know how to they don't know how to deal with the cheese. Well, that's and that's and... the anybody who's watched a pro league match, particularly from from the matches that just went on okay, today. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. Today, if, if you're if you're G2, if you're saying just if you're saying that strategy. I, when it comes to pro league, those guys practice each. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, here, here's an the that's not, of time. I'm not saying that strategy is the core of the game, right? But it's not necessarily the most important thing to do. The the most important thing to do is yeah, know know these strats. But along with those, you have to know how to use the cheese with the strats. Use cheese to to your advantage. I, as yeah, I feel as like I feel like what you're trying to say, both of you, is that these most pro league players know every single map and location and strategy like the back of their hand however i don't think a lot of pro league teams use commonly known strats because they're commonly known strats they use strategies that they make up because yeah, of no, cheese they build, they build it yeah they use yeah. cheese strategies that are ridiculous so ridiculous to the point where nobody would expect it like for example like the classic what were you were mentioning uh what is it Blitz, Finca, Lion, Dokebi, Jackal, I think is the lineup or something, where it's it's such a cheese tactic that you almost, if you're defending against that lineup, you almost feel like it's unfair and you don't know what's going on. Like, it's just ridiculous. But it's fair, it's legal, it's in the game, you know, it's viable. It's just ridiculous, you know, for a game Some, that claims to be you, tactical. Something that you might find interesting is, well, for Platinum... This is this is uh, I have the defense pick rates for platinum and diamond. Yeah, I love those deltas. Like uh, like uh, for right now, top five for platinum and above players. Uh, the number one picked operator on defense is Jaeger with a seventy-five. Really? Pick rate followed by, yep, followed by Band. Oh yeah. With a seventy. For pick, the rifle yeah. so beefy. Then then followed by Valkyrie. Yep. Then Rook. Then Smoke. But for pro league, it switches. For pro league. Smoke has the highest pick rate, uh, um, with a ninety percent pick rate well, of all games on defense. And that's just because of plant negation, area yep. area denial, just like uh, what's it called, fuse. Um, yeah, absolutely. What what you said with I don't remember what time it was, but when we were playing uh, ranked, you were all like, and uh, fuse is all about area denial. Absolutely. And smoke smoke is the same thing, just just in defense. And, and and for bomb, which is the only thing they play on uh, on pro league, it's such a crucial um, op to run that almost when they don't run that, they either run an echo, which is plant negation, or or something else. I Evan, and, I want to ask you though. I'm gonna assume right now ahead of time, and I'm probably right that the defense operator with the highest win rate is rook absolutely uh that yeah that that's just for everyone not in i don't know about pro league that was just for platinum and diamonds he has it he has his his win rate is so high it's i know i really think the only reason more people don't play rook is because he's boring um because his gadget oh, is you also, hold you hold down middle mouse button place your vest i will say and yeah, that's your gadget i will say i will say that i don't i don't like to play rook because of that sole reason. Because he's boring. And, um, yeah. But I see, I like, like to play him for the sole reason that I don't find it boring when I win lots. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, I, 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 I don't know if it's also the same thing with Pierce. But I enjoy playing operators that are beneficial to the team. Mm -hmm. 
like oh, Echo. Is, Rook yeah, Rook is, is perfect. A, is an amazing, amazing uh, benefactor to the team. Yes, right? I mean you, you I, all know. I like, yeah, you you all know that I'm a Capcan main. But if ever we are playing a casual or ranked, and things start to go downhill, and I always think you know when in doubt, go with Rook. If you don't know who to pick, and you're 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 sucking, you're not fragging, you're just dying a lot, and you're failing, and you don't know who to pick, go with Rook. Because even if you suck ass at the game and you die immediately because you suck, your vests are going to help your team, and they might pull off a W because of it. And yeah. Then, and and here's, here's that's an the thing for me. One, though, but, uh, following, following Smoke, Jaeger still retains a really high pick rate with yeah. 80% in pro. Because it's his... Uh, it's his, it's his yeah. denial. Yeah, smokes. Nate denial is important. And his rifle is just so good. And then yeah, Bandit for example. Up. The Bandit still has a 71 pick rate in Pro League. Like, he retains that pick rate. People stopped going Thatcher. And then Valkyrie got... Valkyrie still has an ungodly high pick rate with 58%. Here's the thing with Jaeger. Jaeger has 56. fragging power, right? The the game with uh with Empire and Ents. Oh my god. Ents literally got demolished purely on fragging power. Ash, Jaeger... Um, joysticks two two best ops absolutely destroyed Ents. The first match they played, he um Joystick had nine kills on the second round. Yep. He he had gotten four kills the first round and five the second round. And and for a pro league game, that's monstrous. That that's absolute that shouldn't happen. And it was all because joysticks clearing of just just roamers. Um, once he cleared all the roamers, he was free to just go in and kill everyone with with just fragging power of ash. What and I find what I what I find really 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 weird about about this game is uh is how how different like European players play it compared to uh. North Americans, like I mean, you can even see operator pick rates change. Oh yeah, if you watch pro league games from Europe and pro league games from North America, and uh, from South America too, you can see. Isn't it? Total isn't it that uh, EU plays more? Uh, uh, I want to say year one ops or not year. Well, one. they're no, also North they're North less North toxic. <laughs> well, no, yeah, obviously. North North American actually means uh, for pro league. You see most of the year one off yeah. on, on that. Uh, what what is this EU? Because because from e just e looking at the EU end game, is, uh, is typically mostly Mira, and the, like uh, oh no yeah Mira tears and, and that sort of thing. Like uh, they they run they most mostly what I've seen. I have seen a lot of Maestro plays in EU. Yeah. Ma Maestro Why? is a crucial operator for EU players most of the time. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, these new ops. We don't need them. Take them away. Take away the last operations. We don't need them. Give Myra a seventy-five round clip. Oh, and and while we're while we're asking for things, <laughs> while we're asking for things, I I'm starting a um I'm starting a GoFundMe, and the GoFundMe is uh, a bribe that I'm gonna give to Ubisoft to give Capcan an ACOG. <laughs> uh, I'm also give a bribe to give Myra an ACOG. 
Petitions.org. Jaeger, Jaeger, guys. I think, you know what? I think every oh, okay. operator no, should have an ACOG. Problem. Here's my problem, okay? <laughs> I, I forgot emotional. to say this, okay? No, um... They just gave... Oh. They just gave an operator a semi-automatic shot slug shotgun with an ACOG. They pretty much just gave, <laughs> gave us a freaking sniper. Are you talking about bomb. Vigil? No. Well, you know the bot uh, has that... No, yeah, uh, but the boss hey. does not have an ACOG or a magazine. Yeah. The boss only has two rounds, dog. This, Wait, who are we talking about? Are we talking gun, about Cade? The, the new op. Cade. The, the oh, Cade really? has, Cade. has pretty much a sniper rifle. Oh, and I didn't and know that. And, and a pocket, Matt. yeah, and a pocket sniper Matt. rifle. Matt, what you are missing with, with that with that shotgun is the damage drop-up everyone's saying is super high for it. Like, you lose damage very fast from the 85. Here's what, here's what it doesn't doesn't matter, though. Headshot. If you get a headshot, he's dead. That's no kind of true. For, I know, if you miss from, that from, first shot, you're dead. Yeah. Like, from what I've I, heard... See, the thing is, what, though... What, what I've heard from high-level players, most of, them, most of them are saying, like, yeah, the shotgun could be really powerful, but it's like the boss G, and it's going to take someone that's really skilled to be even, even able to... But Pro yeah, League is where I, those really I skilled players see, are, is the thing. Yeah. And I did see that that um, the recoil is really bad, so I I don't yeah, I don't I'm not expecting like follow up shots being incredibly easy. His his other gun just looked like a laser beam. <laughs> from, I from I feel like it was just because of high level players. That were yeah, there. I will uh, say uh, I haven't. No, the AUG has the AUG has really controllable stuff, but that's due to having very very low low uh, damage and fire yeah. like, uh, I have another piece of uh, I have another piece of information that I want to go over um, I sent you guys uh, I think a week or two ago that link uh, that talked about rank distribution throughout uh -huh. uh, the month of October of this year of year 3 uh, we don't have the stats for November yet obviously because November is not over yet uh, but we have the stats for October 2018 and the most interesting thing that I notice when I compare this graph to graphs from year one is in year one the crescendo starts in silver one and gold four usually and fans outward pretty evenly um, as you would expect right for the month of October if you look at the percentages you see uh, so here I'll just give you some basic examples um, the ranks with the highest concentration of players, believe it or not, are Gold 3 and Platinum 3. So the the most densely populated ranks are Gold 3 and Platinum 3, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me because I would think that Platinum 3 would be, you know, if you'd look at a normal distribution, a kind of a hard rank to get into. I'd expect it to be maybe about 3% of the player base. 4%? No, it is uh, it is a little over 8%. A little over 8% of all Siege players are in Plat 3 as per October 2018. And, you know, if we look at Silver, you know, if you added all of Silver together, Silver 4, 3, 2, and 1, I think you have about 11% of the player base in Silver. Um, you probably have about 5% in Bronze, 2% in copper, or 3 or 4% in copper. And then gold and platinum, it's off the charts. Almost all the players of Siege are in gold and platinum. 
And because it's a set it and forget it. That's the thing, right? And and the thing is, is I think um, I think as this game has gotten more popular and the esports scene has grown, I think the average skill base has drastically increased. I think the skill pool has gotten very high because this game is now really popular. Uh, it has a really fastly growing esports scene, and I think that a lot of you know, normally you'd think that you're going to get casual players and professional players at about the same rate, so your distribution won't change that much. But the thing is, is that Rainbow Six Siege typically is also got a really steep learning curve, and it's not very easy to get into. It's kind of toxic. The community doesn't really help you learn. Uh, the yeah, community usually makes like it really hard for you. Yeah. So, I mean, just think about it. Like, we casually go into, into casual all the time and just TK people just for no reason, right? Like, it's it's yeah, a toxic... Yeah, because it's fun, but it's really it's a toxic-ass game. So I think the only people who actually get into this game and stick around are people who recognize the skill, the, the more competitive players, and they stick around. And that has led to the high ranks being so overpopulated that it's it's just ridiculous. Like, I really think Ubisoft needs to revamp their entire ranking system including also, and pierce you and i've talked about this uh rank decay rank decay one one i think one this you guys might actually find this interesting so this would be from this is the pick rates from the top 10 north american mm -hmm. teams habana has an 84 percent pick rate not a surprise there iq surprises that does surprise me too second she has a 69 you never see her in ranked and casual 10. anymore not like you used to um Lion has a very high pick rate, 56%. Um, Zofia has a 52% pick rate. Dokebi coming in with 37% pick rate for top That doesn't surprise teams. me. Buck has a 36, 1% behind I actually Dokebi. thought Dokebi would be higher. Then there's a steep drop-off. Capateo has a 25% pick rate. Sledge with 24. Sledge is 24. 20. Okay, yeah. I want to ask Black you, wait, I want to ask you, with 20. as a as a buck main, I know a lot of people yep. who are, uh, I've played with a lot of people who are sledge mains who don't see the point in buck's utility compared to sledge's utility, because buck's utility... Buck can do it a lot, buck can do it a lot faster and a lot more efficient. Which is why you think he gets that, more picks in Pro League? Uh, I'll, he's way better at vertical clearing than sledge because you can have range on the floor. Like, sledge has to be standing on top of that, and people in Pro League are so good at flicking up to kill sledge on ceilings compared to buck where you can kind of be standing anywhere in a 360 degree area around it people really I think, like his guns true uh yeah people in pro league have mastered buck c8's recoil pattern and if you know how to handle buck c8 it is one of the most powerful assault rifles in the game if you're very good with it like 850 850 fire rate with with a damage of still having 40 is pretty pretty damn good. Like Yeah, that's true. If you look at Nomad, Nomad has a damage for AK74 uh 74. If I'm remembering correctly, it's in the 30s and she only has a fire rate of like 600. Oh, that's so strange to me. That's so strange. It's 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 literally like the weakest gun in it doesn't the game. make but it doesn't make sense i don't think it makes sense from a balancing point of view or from a lore point of view like a realistic point of view because yeah. to be to be fair jordan it has incredibly easy recoil management. oh does it everyone that says that everyone that has played her says that the recoil is is similar to ashes right now well then i guess we're just gonna have Ash to find has out a really hey? goofy 
Ash has a really goofy recoil. It's not too yeah. hard to like manage. It's just really goofy. But, I played um, Ash Pierce. I I know for a fact Ash has the easiest recoil pattern to manage. I know. Yeah. I, but I she's tried like, playing. it's not like a laser beam. It's so, like, pretty. But if you're new to it, it's pretty easy. Yeah. But she's so uh, fun. Uh, all right, guys. We're an hour and eight minutes in. All right. That's a good length. Uh, so goodbye, everyone. See you next week. We'll probably record this on Monday next week because it's my birthday Sunday. Thank you for taking an hour out of your life to listen to this uh, gang of hooligans. <laughs> talk about Siege and about how uh, we bully Bullied. kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be called Bullying and uh, Siege. Bullying and Siege. Bully meta. Bully, bully meta. meta. <laughs> for real. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, rate us five stars on Spotify. And, I don't think uh, they, I don't think they can do that. Um, rate us, rate us uh, highly and, nice. and Yelp. Rate us highly and Yelp. Yes, hi, make a Yelp for us. And make a Patreon for me page. and put money in it. <laughs> Follow the meme page. Uh, totally underscore not underscore lolly. When I make yeah. shirts, you should buy them. Yep, we'll make shirts that says Coleslaw. Hashtag you bully hunters. Totally. We support bullying. We support bullying in middle school. All right. Okay, we're done. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Okay, bye.